This is the KFDM Morning Podcast from the most watched news team in Southeast Texas. Nothing to a big story KFDM broke last night on social media and during the beginning of our 10 o'clock news. A suspect has been arrested and charged with murder in the 2021 disappearance of Christy Russo in Jasper County. Her body has never been found. Investigators say 29-year-old Kobe Tatum of Buna killed Russo and disposed of her body on December 21st, the Jasper County Grand Jury indicted Tatum for murder and a judge issued a murder warrant. And last night at about nine, Lumberton police took him into custody at the Walmart there on Highway 69. He is now in the Hardin County Jail awaiting transfer to Jasper County. A judge has set his bond at $1 million. Russo was reported missing in October of 2021. Tatum was arrested on unrelated charges last February at his residence in the Buna area. Our media partner, KGS, was there for this ex- these exclusive pictures when deputies, FBI agents, and other officers searched the home. The sheriff's office says evidence shows that Tatum is solely responsible for the death of Christy Russo. Investigators say Russo's movements on October 21st, 2021 were verified up until she returned to Tatum's residence on County Road 777 in Buna. From there, the sheriff's office says evidence shows that Tatum murdered Russo and disposed of her body. The sheriff's office says this was never a cold case and they made the case a priority. They say their prayers are with the Russo family and the sheriff's office is hopeful they can finally have some closure and that justice can be served. The sheriff's office thanks Captain Jason McClellan for his tireless work and dedication to Russo's family throughout the investigation. I also thank the many other agencies that helped. You, of course, can stay with KFDM for new developments on air and online in this breaking news story. Well, a coworker of convenience store clerk, Sheikabir Hassan, is sharing with KFDM what he believes may be a motive for murder in Hassan's killing. The evidence, the exclusive interview next. First, though, a brief recap. The 34-year-old was gunned down last Friday night inside the Chris Food Mart on Gulf Street. He came to Beaumont from Bangladesh to study at Lamar. Police have arrested the alleged trigger man, 19-year-old Keandre Robinson, for murder. They're searching for 26-year-old Larry Hagan of Fort Bend County, wanted on a murder warrant. According to Byron Collier, Hossein got into an altercation on December 20th with a customer who allegedly threatened his life. Here's KFDM's Maya Caleb with the details. In the almost year that Byron Collier worked with Sheikh Abir Hossein, he developed a close relationship with him. He helped everybody he could help. If you didn't have the money to buy, which he'd give it to you, or he'd let you bring it back or come back the next day. He believes an altercation over a customer attempted to steal a beer played a role in Hossein's death. The customer wanted to know why he was being ejected from the store. And it was based on coming and having someone take a beer. The clerk didn't want to deal with it, asked them both to leave, not to come back. One of the subjects came back. They wound up getting into it with the clerk. The altercation allegedly turned physical, and the customer filed a complaint with Beaumont police. Collier says before that, the customer threatened Hossein's life. He begged me to make sure I was here because we felt like somebody would come back and harm him. So we actually asked this man, can we help you in any kind of way not to come back to this store and do anything to him? Collier also says $200 was given to the customer in an attempt to keep Hossein safe. He believes Hossein was set up and hopes police can find answers.
And 19-year-old Keandre Robinson is charged with the murder of Hossein. Beaumont police are investigating to see if there are any ties from that altercation on the 20th to the shooting on the 29th. It's alleged that the customer from the altercation and Robinson are related. Sergeant, oh, sorry. Excuse me. Tom Swope with BPD tells KFDN that they haven't confirmed the relationship, if any, between the complainant and Keandre Robinson. Well, the Beaumont Police Department says Chief Jim Singletary and the city manager will hold a news conference today for what BPD is calling an important announcement. The subject was not revealed, but in recent years, there has been speculation about whether Chief Singletary might be ready to retire after more than half a century in law enforcement. He was appointed chief in 2011. Now we took this video last summer when the chief announced a cooperative effort to help remove a lot of the illegal guns from the streets of Beaumont. We'll follow up now to a story we broke that's been on statewide interest. For the first time, the Port Natchez Groves ISD administration is reacting to South Oak Cliff High School filing a formal complaint after PNG won state. PNG's message, we understand losing is hard. We're told the Dallas ISD superintendent did reach out as a courtesy to Dr. Mike Gonzalez, who is the superintendent at PNG ISD. The district's deputy superintendent, Julie Goche, told KFDM, quote, their superintendent said it was not about PNG and had nothing to do with PNG, but was about something else. They didn't send us a copy of the complaint. KFDM has filed an open records request with the UIL to get the complaint. As you know, the Indians defeated the South Oak Cliff Golden Bears on December 16th at AT&T Stadium in Arlington, winning the 5A Division II state championship title, PNG 20, South Oak Cliff 17. South Oak Cliff took issue with this pass interference penalty in the final half of the fourth quarter. It set up PNG's only touchdown of the game. Fans on the Golden Bears side immediately questioned the officiating. More reaction from PNG ISD Deputy Superintendent Julie Gaucher. Quote, we're very proud of our PNG Indians and what we've accomplished, winning a state title. We understand losing is hard. You have to work through it. We had to do that last year. She says for some in the South Oak Cliff School community, football can be their ticket to a better life. The complaint may be something the district believes it needs to do to help their kids. There's no easy way to get through a tough loss. Just have to be strong the next time around. We updated the story on KFTM's YouTube. You can subscribe at youtube.com slash news on KFDM. And now your daily forecast from the KFDM Weather Authority. Good morning, Southeast Texas from the KFDM and Fox 4 Weather Center. I'm meteorologist Chad Sandwell. Here's a look at your forecast. It is Friday, January the 5th, 2024, and we are going to start our day with quite a bit of rainfall expected across Southeast Texas. One to two inches of rain could be expected starting this morning, and it looks like it'll continue probably just after lunchtime today. Once we get past lunchtime, skies should start to clear out a little bit, and we'll be looking for a pretty nice end of the evening. Also, a pretty quiet weekend expected here in southeast Texas. We'll look for temperatures today to reach maybe the upper 50s. Really just kind of depends on the rainfall and the north winds. We do have a wind advisory in effect until lunchtime today as we are also expecting to see wind gusts up over 30 miles an hour. So be prepared for that. Again, rainfall totals should be around 1 to 2 inches across the area. But as we head towards the weekend, things will actually get pretty nice. Northwesterly winds on Saturday. We'll look for a partly to mostly cloudy sky. And we'll see a pretty cold start Sunday morning. Temperatures likely to be in the lower to middle 30s in the lakes, middle to upper 30s uh, up into the triangle. And 
temperatures are likely to hit the lower to middle 60s both Saturday and Sunday. I think we see a little bit more cloud cover coming back into play as we wrap up our weekend. Of course, that is going to be ahead of our next weather system. And that weather system rolls into Texas coming up on Monday. Big area of low pressure sliding through a lot of energy with this system. But I think most of the energy is going to produce gusty winds as we head from Monday night into Tuesday. We'll be looking for some wind gusts to approach 50 miles an hour coming up on Tuesday, especially up into the lakes area. So definitely want to be on the lookout for that. Temperature-wise, we are going to stay behind the front on Monday looking at lows in the upper 30s in the lakes, lower 40s in the triangle. But again, with those west-northwest winds fairly strong, temperatures generally should stay in the lower to middle 50s for the first day of next week, or actually for Tuesday of next week. As we push through the remainder of the week, Wednesday looks pretty good. We should see mostly sunny skies. Temperatures topping out in the low 60s. And then up near 70 coming up on Thursday. And at that point, it looks like we see a small 30% coverage of showers in our forecast. So the bottom line, our forecast for the first part of Friday, and really going to be the driving weather maker today, is going to be the rainfall through the early afternoon. And then we see a pretty quiet weekend overall here in Southeast Texas. Don't forget, you can get your forecast anytime online at kfdm.com. You can follow us on social media. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and X. And of course, you can download our free weather app to track these storms um, on your iOS and Android devices. From the KFDM and Fox 4 Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Chad Sandwell. Have a great day. Thanks for listening. And join us again on Monday for the KFDM Morning Podcast.